space. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. We'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome content. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Thursday to you and yours, 532. Happy Thursday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Sean Cheeks in the house. What's going on? The heck you doing over there, pal? I am dragging ass, bud. How are you? You know... It was a late night last night. What's it ever? Not to bore anybody with the details, but Carl and I, big fantasy football guys, yeah. were both in a league that every other person in the league lives yeah. in British Columbia. It's a 14-person league, and we're the two guys who moved to Ontario yeah. to pursue our dreams. Well, everybody else is in BC. Draft went until 12.15 <laughs> last night. Best they could do was a 7 o'clock Pacific start, yeah. which is a... <laughs> a little late for Ooh, us. So baby. About three and a half hours worth, but I'm here. You love to see it. I sniped you and a couple of players, so I'm happy about it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's, um, you know, it was auction drafts. They get away from you. So yeah. uh, we'll spend a good three hours breaking that down later in the yeah, show. Yeah, we'll do a special I, edition podcast on you. our teams. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I I want to give a fist bump to my mm-hmm. kids for pulling a fast one on me, I think. Oh, yeah? You, you got to give credit where it's due. I'm happy to give credit where it's due, but it was uh, my mom's birthday yesterday, which we talked about in the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely lovely woman, Kelly, who was the recipient of the fart jar. We already sent her our gift, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so uh, we called her last night or yesterday, and, you know, she didn't pick up. She was at work. So we sang happy birthday to her, and, you know, we sent something to her from the kids, all this kind of stuff. And they go, well, it's Grammy's birthday, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, like. We're not going to get to have any cake or anything because it's, they live in BC. I'm like, yeah. Right. And they're like, well, then we should go to Dairy Queen to celebrate. <laughs> have your own cake like on FaceTime to like, show I, I, some I, kind I, of allegiance I'm, here? And well, that's, I'm like, what? And they're like, well, yeah, like, you know, like we would mm-hmm. usually go to her house and we would have some cake or something, but we can't do that. So we should probably go get something. <laughs> and they definitely caught my wife in like a weak moment because yeah. she was like, yeah, it's a pretty good idea, and I'm like, yeah, what, it's a pretty good. What, it's a great idea. What you, and all of a sudden now it's like three. It's three against one. What am I gonna do? Be the bad guy who says no? We're not going to get blizzards. Get the keys. <sighs> so we went and got blizzards. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, that was some wild manipulation on their part. But I kind of really respected it. I do. That's a great angle. Yeah, that's a great angle to take. And 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 they they brought they didn't bring it to the table like in a whining fashion. Nope. They they brought like you know a little bit of lo- little logistics to it. Yeah, and I was mm-hmm. like, and then caught caught my wife right in the mower. She was like, hell yeah. You know what? Yes. <laughs> and then yeah, what what am I gonna do in that point? You're gonna go. Oh man, you gotta respect the hustle. They the O Henry peanut butter blizzard has Ooh. immediate. It, it's jumped to the top of my list Just of favorite. Rocketed presents. right to the top. It's right up there. You know, I'm I'm an O Henry boy. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm a peanut butter boy. Yes. Oh, have you had the those yet? I, I have not. Oh my god, dude. Worth it? Just inject it directly into my veins. Mm-hmm. Just d- directly into it. I'm going to come up with, uh, what's today, September 9th? Yeah. It's uh, International Sudoku Day. Anybody want to celebrate that? <laughs> um, what? 
National Wiener Schnitzel Day, so you might take a trip to Dairy Queen. See what that's all about. Oh, okay, I understand. So, I was like, what the teddy, hell is this transition? Like, today's actually Teddy Bear Day, so you know we should probably celebrate with some O'Henry Blizzards. This is a great point. <laughs> all right. Um, when when will Skip the Dishes actually start delivering from Dairy Queen? I don't think they're turning blizzards upside down right now. I might no? have to wait a little bit. Yeah. Uh, is that like a is this a post show thing? I'm gonna have to live with this yogurt for now. Uh, it is right. good. Do you want to guess? Oh, oh. Um, okay, hold on. Take a spoonful mm-hmm. for you. I'm gonna listen. Let me turn you up. Okay, go. Right, hold on. It's great. We're going in. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a cherry. Uh, it is Oikos. I'll give you that. Huh? It is pineapple. Ah, oh, come on. Pineapple. Mm. Fruit on bottom, just like Shelby hates it. <laughs> mm. Dink of the day coming up. Uh, Ashley actually set this one up for us. A-Town, too steep. Rainbow in the dark, Dio. It's a Soper and Brown show. Good morning, party people. Let's go, pineapple boy. Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Let's get going here with our dink of the day. Where do we head today? Yesterday's was pretty good, man. I don't even the, remember what yesterday's was. It was the nude woman in Florida driving through an <laughs> armed standoff. On <laughs> oh, a yeah. Bird. That was pretty good. Oh, tough one yeah. To, tough one to top. I forgot about that, honestly. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Um, all right, you want to guess? You want to guess which state? You, I had to guess your yogurt. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I'll give you, um, give you three guesses for a state. Feels like a Michigan day. Michigan day. Yeah, no? Are we going to get warmer or colder based on temperature mm. of this state? I don't, I, don't, I don't know if this is, uh, well. Oklahoma. I, 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 yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. Arkansas. Wyoming. Is it Wyoming? Yeah. You know what's funny? Wyoming was the first thing that popped in my head, and then I said to myself, nothing happens in Wyoming, and huh? I said Michigan. What an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Would Wyoming be counted? Would it count as a cold state? Yeah, Wyoming gets really cold, man. Oh, oh, does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, I have no idea. No you don't know about the climate of Wyoming? I do not. <laughs> Get together. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Having spent one January night in uh, in Cheyenne, yeah, it was uh, it was cold as hell, man. Yeah, I, I and and windy. Oh. I went through Wyoming in November. Flat, but, yeah. windy. It was bad. <laughs> A lot of Packers fans too. Oh, so many Packers fans. Really? Anyway, yeah, tons. That's so yeah. random. Yeah, Seattle was playing Green Bay in the playoffs when I was driving through, and I went to a Buffalo Wild Wings just smothered in Green Bay's worst. <laughs> that was where. That's where Yellowstone National Park is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. That's yeah. when I, I went through there. That wasn't yeah. Anyway, you figured out that you couldn't turn around in. Yeah, then it's oh, I'm I'm in story, it now. Story for another day. I'm doing the whole thing now. Think of the day, right? Wyoming. A uh, person went into a uh, uh, a cor- I, They went to a corner store. It doesn't say which one. It says a corner store. So uh, they go into a corner store. Uh, they have a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put some cash in the bag. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cash goes in the bag. They don't have a mask on or anything, which already seems like a terrible it's idea. wide open. Yep. Put everything in the bag. Let's go. Right, cool. Puts everything in the bag. They leave. Police show up. Mm-hmm. Say, all right, yeah, description of the person. Okay, I'll give you a description of the person. And that's when the person who was robbed looks out and goes, oh, actually, the, the guy who robbed me is standing right over there waiting at the <laughs> bus stop. <laughs> Are you sure that's a yeah, that's that's him. He's waiting at the bus stop right there. 
That's the police went out and arrested him. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to begrudge a guy for taking the bus. Do what no. you got to do. Yeah. But you at least go to a bus stop much further away, don't you? It's your getaway driver. Don't you? Just way to the nearest one right outside there. <laughs> like, go... Go a couple blocks down? No? Of all, of all the days for the 405 to be just a minute late. Yeah. Oh, man. Can it just get here already? I mean, <laughs> like, go down the road, no? Stolen a car in Wyoming? A horse? Anything? A horse? I don't know. Well, you've already stolen some cash. Just steal the yeah. car, too. Why not? Or again, go a few blocks down the way. <laughs> yeah. You don't walk. stay at the bus stop outside of the corner store. Walk until the gulp and blow is no longer in your rear view. <laughs> gulp and blow. <laughs> Whoever this guy is, he's our dink of the day. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. You know, I'm reading the story this morning, mm-hmm. and we've talked on the show about the flying car before, and we're both skeptical of, of if that's a good idea or not. We talked a lot about technology jumping ahead steps too yeah. um, when we've still got like other problems to solve. Mm, fair. Uh, we've talked about Teslas and the the self driving car. That yeah. that I mean that's already a thing. I, I don't yeah. know, you know, if it's exactly where it needs to be. I've never been behind uh, the wheel of a self driving car. I was uh, hanging out with a couple on the weekend who have a Tesla. Mm-hmm. And it, I almost got behind the wheel, but then I was like, "Just to say, can I just for a minute?" Yeah, he was. He, yeah. he was like, "You got to try it." But we had had some drinks, and I thought this is a bad idea on yeah. multiple levels. One, That's the right call. not a good call in general. But two, I was like, "That's a very expensive car, and I don't want to be responsible for it." <laughs> but Mercedes is jumping into the car advancement game mm-hmm. with something that honestly, I. This never even crossed my mind as something I thought we needed. Mercedes wants to create a mind-reading car. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Mercedes recently demonstrated a concept car that can read drivers' minds. The designers imagine a future where drivers will wear a special electrode helmet that translates brain activity into specific actions. People will be able to adjust their air conditioning, seats, and radios by simply thinking about them. A spokesperson says the company is setting another milestone in the merging of man and machine. Yeah, that's what I want to keep merging. Like, like, so if I'm thinking about a right turn, will it make a right turn? This is the hope. Or this is just to do with the stuff that's in the like the the other accessibilities within the vehicle. No, the hope is to be able to work the entire car uh-huh. with your mind. So when I'm on the highway and I'm thinking about if I should start Chase Claypool or Antonio Brown in my flex spot, what is the is the car gonna throw up some fantasy pros rankings for me <laughs> on the display screen? Yeah. Or is it just gonna drive into the back of a vehicle? Well, and then my other thought is, you know, you're on the highway and you start you know, your mind starts to wander into that direction. Oh. Like, what happens then? Pornhub gets up on the screen. Do they provide you some options? Yeah, right? 
You're on, yeah. uh, highway driving. <laughs> Does it alert you back to your task at hand? Hey, hey, hey. Eh. You get that erection down. We got places to be. Mind out of the gutter, Matt. <laughs> Continue driving. I don't need anything reading my mind. I, I I will go through many of life's problems in my <laughs> head during a highway drive. Your Mercedes just saying back to you, why can't you forgive yourself? <laughs> Please, I'm just trying to get to work. <laughs> Love of God. You're in there, right? You got your wife beside you. You're like having an argument on the road. It's silent yeah. for a second. And then yeah, it just goes, <laughs> don't say that about your wife. What do you- He's... He's not actually thinking about this. <laughs> I'm looking at the vehicle right now. It looks like somebody got a Tron. Honestly, I also think it'd be so funny to look over and see somebody wearing one of those stupid little helmets as they're driving down. Like, <laughs> it's unsettling. Oh, just drive. Is that this is this is a new low in my opinion? This is one of the worst ideas it's, I've it's, ever. This is not an achievable thing for me. Yeah, it's one of the worst ideas I've ever seen. Yeah, it looks stupid. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna seems invasive. Uh, yeah. Also, if if the car radio is going to affect it in any way, what about us like Yahoo's aggressively penis playing yeah. things like this? I'm begging you to come inside, right? <laughs> Huge be- beaver. Right? Like, I just feel like we're gonna screw with a lot of Mercedes drivers. In fact, I kind of want to do it now. All right, bring it in. <laughs> Whoa! Someone smells stinky. You should shower. Man, this mind-reading car is getting ripped apart in the text box right now. You I, know, it's, who's it's asking of, for this? It's one of those things. I'm going to try and I, like, and I know, like, with the, the way advertising works and the way our, our social feeds are constructed and the algorithms that are used that we're getting so much stuff directly targeted at us. I'm going to try and hold on for as long as possible before giving direct access to my brainwave activity yes. to a large company. I'm going to try and hang on a little longer, okay? It, it seems insane. I, this, <laughs> Just going to hang on a little longer before I get persecuted for a thought crime. It's <laughs> it's not a direction <laughs> I really ever expected anything to go. And that's what somebody here said. They said, what happens when I see somebody do something and I think, oh, I wish I could run that person off the road? Yeah, I like, have those thoughts. I, that's what I mean. We yeah. all have those road rage you know, yeah. thoughts that, that go moment. through our brain. And then you don't act on it and you move on. That's, that's what happens, right? So there's some kind of like restrictor plate like installed on the thing like they have on NASCAR vehicles. They don't go like... You know, too fast into the wall or whatever. Like a non a non murder thing that is in the helmet. Yeah, they just report it back to Mercedes, who then sends it off to the authorities. Or like, it's just such a it's an enormous pass for me. All right, Jim. So why are you uh, why are you in here? Well, I uh, (laughs) bought a Mercedes, and then I thought about hitting a guy, and then Uh my car did it, and now (laughs) I am here. (laughs) Right. The other great thing for you and I is we will. Never afford one of these. So I'll be able to afford them. Yeah, no. Yeah, we're we're lucky there. (laughs) Jacob said, "Imagine my ADHD self-controlling that car." Right? Yeah, yeah. This is what I mean. What happens if I play this? Love a strong, even, thick pull, and then boom, Carl directly into the (laughs) right. (laughs) It's not. It's not a perfect design. (laughs) Glorious Sons. It's a Soper and Brown show. Hard pass. Mother. 
Start off shotgun from the Glorious Suns, 97.7 Hits FM. Text message here says, I'm listening to the song. All of a sudden, my car goes, you've just bought a shotgun off Amazon. What? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's the worst idea of all time ever. Hey, uh, we are going to take a break here. On the other side of it, I want to tell you about yesterday's coaching adventures. You returned to the sidelines. Uh, this is your son's team that yeah. you were coaching, right? You That's filled right. in for? So this is uh, U8 boys uh, soccer you're coaching? That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt Lasso, back yeah. at the helm. Maybe Coach Beard, actually. Yeah, you know, good, point. Hair. yeah. good point. Good mm-hmm. point. Um, uh, it was a t- We had a tough game, first game that I stepped yeah. in. We lost 5 nothing. You said your coach left you in a tough spot. No instruction and against the best team in your division, which was, uh, he kind of left you up to dry there. So game two yesterday of my coaching career, and let me tell you, Mm -hmm. madness, man. Madness. For a seven, eight-year-old boy's soccer game? Madness, If you were there watching, you'd have been into it. I'm telling you. (laughs) It was, oh, Okay. Let's talk about it after the break. Right. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. 620, I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. It was day two, game two, I guess I should say. Yeah. The Matt Soper coaching carousel. Rookie year when it comes to coaching. U8. <laughs> Boys soccer. Boys soccer, yeah. <laughs> team Orange. Yes. The regular coach. Coaches uh, his daughter's team as well. So he asked me last game to step in. And it is, yeah, it, it's it's like herding cats, man. Did you bring the megaphone? It's. I did not bring the megaphone. Might be a thing. I, you know, I was like, I don't want to disturb other people here. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't you, think you, it, save that. you save that for work. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Uh, I'm already I'm already yelling. Here. I'm already yelling. I I very quickly realize that I'm the coach who's going to try yeah. to instruct them throughout the whole game or help gotcha. them throughout the whole game. Some just sit back and let it go. I was like, no, I'm going to try here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my best. Uh, so first game, uh, we lost five nothing. Yeah, uh, tough go, tough go. But it was against the top team. Right. What did you do? I thought the boys played well. So we come up to yesterday, Carl Brown, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, I'm not sure, quite sure what to expect. I don't remember where this team is. Uh, our team, Team Orange, we've won one game so far this season out of like 14 played or something like that. Nice. Okay. It's, it's, a, learn, it's, it's a learning season, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. You yeah. know? Development. Development. Yep. There we go. Yep. That's Words like that. This is why I need, you should be my coach, Beard. Get some of the young guys out there. <laughs> it's right. Yeah, we're playing the young guys. Got to give them some yeah, experience. Right. You know? <laughs> so we go into yesterday's game. Not quite sure what to expect. We go down one nothing pretty early in the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. We're battling, though. You're in it? Not getting blown out of the water? We're battling. Right before the end of the first half, one of our players goes down a breakaway. He puts it in the back of the net. Oh, wow. Okay. We got one one at halftime, Carl. You got a goal. You said that coaching your second game, your big your biggest hope was that you guys would score a goal. That's really all I wanted. So you saw that. There you go. That's really all I wanted because yeah, not getting one in the first one was too bad. And the boys get jacked up when they when even when anybody scores. They're pumped. Of course. So we're one one at halftime. I'm feeling good. 
But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, maybe I need to dream bigger here. You want more? Maybe, maybe it's time we start thinking about the dub. Second half starts. We're in it again. We are going toe-to-toe with these guys. And more and more, it is creeping into my head. We might be able to get this done. Maybe for a draw at least. Something. Oh, yeah. even That's even what I'm thinking. A draw would be remarkable. Yeah, sure. We are... I, you can tell we're getting towards the end of it. And one of our players gets off on a breakaway. <laughs> he is moving down towards the net. Yep. But he's got another guy coming right in at him. And right as he gets into, like, the, the box or whatever, yeah. just the other kid tackles our player. Really? Nails just him. tackles him. Down he goes. And I'm like, oh, man. You know, I don't want to freak out, obviously. Sure. It's kid soccer. Yeah, they're eight-year-olds. But yeah. in my head, I'm like, oh, but that was it. That was our chance. Right. Right? That was our chance. But he, ta- he hit him in the. He tackled him when he was in the. That's in right. The, in the yard box there. So here's what I now I'm thinking. I don't what quite the, know what's going to happen here. Yeah. What do the officials do at that age? Because the 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 official is like a ten year old. Yeah. Like or may, I, I actually I shouldn't say how maybe twelve. He's young. Okay. Yes. Obviously, right? So a I'm not going to scream at this kid. Mm-hmm. And B, I'm not going to tell him what to do. So I'm just like, I, I honestly have no clue what's going to happen next. Yeah. So our kid has went down. We're helping him off. Uh, his dad's come on. He's kind of helped him off, right? And, and, and now the ball is down, and it looks like we're going to get a free kick, right? And I'm like, oh, okay, we got a free kick. That's pretty good. Or, or, it, or it looks like it might be a goalie kick. N- no one's really saying what's happening here. Right. And so I see Marshall my son, standing, like, in front of the ball. And I'm like, oh, I th- now I think it's a goal kick. And if it's a goalie kick, you got to kind of move back, right? Right, So yeah. I'm like, Marsh, you got to move back. You're moving back. He's like, no, no. I'm like, what is happening now? And all of a sudden I realize, oh, my God, they've given us a penalty kick. They actually awarded a PK. They, you, under, <laughs> under eight soccer. Yeah. There is minutes left in the game. You got to teach him. You can't tackle guys there. Minutes left in the game. We're tied, and we got a penalty kick. And now I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm like, my heart's racing. And you let Marsh take it? And Marsh is taking the penalty kick. I, I didn't even, the boys made that call out, out on the field. Marshall's <laughs> taking the kick. How much steam they got on it from like 12 yards out at dude, that age? Dude. Big net, I guess. So Marshall runs up to the ball. Kicks it with all his might. It's the hardest kick I've ever seen this kid kick. Yeah. Puts it directly off the face of the goalie. Uh. <laughs> directly off the face. Off his face. Right off the face of the goalie. Play ball, the rebound. Ball bounces back, like goes at, past everybody. Yeah. The other team grabs it. No. Moves down the field. <laughs> and scores the game-winning goal. <laughs> Oh, it's outstanding. They score. Ball goes to center. Ten yeah. seconds later, ref blows yeah. the whistle and Dead. it's game Done. over. Everybody's going home. Did you make the goalie cry? We lose the game 2-1. <laughs> Did the kid cry? I got hit in the face. I don't know. I was too and I was too like <laughs> flabbergasted as to what was happening in front of my eyes. You gotta play that rebound. It's a live ball. 
They awarded a freaking penalty kick. And Marshall wired it off the kid's face. And they go, and it ends up going the other way for the game-winning goal. <laughs> Dude, like. Oh, it's tremendous. If it's I didn't, tremendous. If I didn't it know was, any better, it was an episode of Ted Lasso, honestly. It was, it was, it was, it was Jamie Tart going down and, uh, yeah. you know, assisting on that goal for Man City yes. at the end of season one. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> this close, man. To even Beautiful. even a, even a draw would have been incredible. Yeah, you could have, you're right there. This close to a dub. You're right there. Zero and two on the season when I'm uh, when I'm holding the clipboard. Better Beautiful. effort though. That's all we can ask for, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boys it's played a hell of a game. Still a step forward. But I did make Marshall run laps after the game. Soper and Brown show at 97.7 Hits FM. Multiple people in the text box, and I was thinking the same thing. Saying it was a real Scott Sterling moment. Have you seen you've seen that video on YouTube, I assume, <laughs> no, right? I know you're talking about it. Yeah, that. yeah. And yeah, it was it was exactly like that, honestly. One person said Marl's just uh Marshall's just gotta work on his uh, uh power. Could have knocked the goalie right back into the net with the ball. Well that or you gotta you gotta try and put it in a way that it comes back into play. And yeah, the ball it, did come back, but he said it, it hit him hard enough it kinda cleared oh, like, the, the run up. I've never seen Marshall kick a cleaner ball like yeah. it, the, the, it was he cracked it man they're they're seven right so they're not gonna really aim like he mm-hmm. was marshall was like in his head was like i am going to kick this as hard as i possibly can yes. and and rarely does he even get it up that high right, right. typically yeah. it's it's a lot lower that's a pretty good lift for for marsh and at that age dude and yeah. he kicked the best ball of his life honestly just right off the kid's face. <laughs> right off the kid's Love face. It. Like, there's just nothing else you can do about it. How perfect. It was truly incredible. So, <laughs> yeah, as the goalie's name, Scott Sterling, honestly, it might have been. It was yeah. the moment of the game. Like, it would have been the T- <laughs> It was the TSN turning point. Without oh, yeah. <laughs> Key moment. Oh, man, it was crazy stuff. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's get to open mic in a few minutes. We do have uh, another prize we're going to be giving away here, right? Yeah, man, we do. Again, all this week, we're giving away passes to see Cry Macho. It is is the new Clint Eastwood flick. It's happening at Landmark Cinemas uh, in Penn Center in St. Catharines. We're going to be hosting it September 20th. Yeah. So if you want to come and uh, and cry macho along with Soper and Brown, we're going to be there, man. Yeah. <laughs> Best question will go rapid fire. Something for Carlos, myself, Hits Nation. Text them all in. Whatever we choose, we'll give you those tickets. 977-977. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? Get your text in. We're doing a round of best question. We have passes to see Cry Macho, new Clint Eastwood flick at Landmark Cinemas. It's a Soper and Brown hit showing. You can win your way in to see it September 20th. We're just going to pick a a winner uh, with whatever comes in. Something for Carlos, myself, or Hits Nation. Let's start with money aside, which sport would you like to be a superstar in? So just assume that we're just well taken care of. What sport would you like to excel in? Yes. That, okay. You're, yeah, you're going to be rich. Yeah. But which lifestyle do you want to be a part of? Like, like for That's example, hockey, mm-hmm. you would be big in certain places, yeah. but nobody would know you in others, right? Like Connor McDavid's the best hockey player, and I don't know if anybody in – New Jersey would even recognize yeah, he him. Could, right? He could walk. It's kind of like being a radio. You're a big deal to some people, and other people walk right by. It's perfect. Um, yeah, hockey would be okay for that. It's a long season, and if you go deep, it's a really short off season. So it might steer me away a little bit from hockey. 
I, I mean, aren't, the, aren't all aren't Go all ahead. sports like? I, I mean, all sports you get a couple only a couple months off, right? Yeah, I just like if, like there's guys who win the cup and you're like you know in the first weeks of June. It's like six weeks later you're back on the ice. You're dry land training and getting back on the ice already. Yeah. I always think the, I always think the uh, the off season, especially if you go deep, is is really short for the NHL. Um, I think I'm going football. I think you have the best business opportunities with that. Yeah, I might go. I might go baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Big Spitz yeah. guy. Yeah, just yeah, camaraderie. It's the boys. You yeah. play it for like twenty years. <laughs> it's true. That part's true. <laughs> if you could choose between living in a city in the sky or living in a city underwater, which would you choose? I'm going underwater. You're going sure. under? Yeah. Mm-hmm. City in the sky. Like you're gonna see some storms and stuff, maybe some planes go yeah. by and that kind of thing. But yeah. uh I don't know, man. Not a lot going on. I feel like I don't know why. That I think I'd be more nervous about, like, I'm living underwater and whatever mm-hmm. glass bubble I'm living in is going to crack more some, so than whatever I'm living in the sky is going to fall. At some point, the Meg is going to show up and, like, crack that thing open yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I feel safer in the sky than in the water, I think. Do you? I don't know. Doesn't that say something? Although, I do think <laughs> it would be funny if, if you're living underwater and, you know, typically, you know, let's say you go stargazing or whatever, right? Yeah. You would just be, like, animal gazing. Yeah. Right? You'd be looking like, oh, there's that giant squid. Like, yeah, oh, look at goes that. by again. <laughs> that he part, su- I think, would be cool. He sections to the top of the dome every day at 3 p.m. I think that part would be pretty cool. I'm going underwater. What's better, first night of vacation, hotel sex, Ooh. or that two or second or third beer realizing you have a week of vacation ahead? So I guess first, that first yeah. vacation is kind of the same thing. The, yeah, like the the realization, like once you've kind of put work down, you've unwound, you know, you're you're logged off, you're out of offices on, all that kind of stuff. You that, that's elite. A couple of beers and you just take that kind of deep breath is pretty good. But nah, that that the first night in a hotel when you've when your travel is now behind you and you've got a vacation in front of you. Yeah, it, I got to give it to that. Really? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. What I, I'm going the other way. What's your favorite pickled vegetable? <laughs> that is that is a unique question. It's got to like, be the I'll, spicy bean. I like pickled onions. Pickled onions, like pickled red onions on, like on a salad or like as, as a taco add-on, like yeah. your your pork belly tacos that oh, you speak so highly of. Yeah. A little pickled onion on there for um for a little a little tang, a little contrast. I do like a pickled beet. Yeah. It's Although it's the, very much the same thing, we actually, Chelsea usually keeps a, a jar of like rotating pickled onions in our fridge. And it's we make them. terrifying though when you eat a lot of them, and then you go pee, and you're like, you just got to remember. Oh my just god! Remember, yeah. When you look back at the toilet, I had beets. It's okay. You I, had beets. Was, was it this past summer? I think I was like, it was I was eating a whole bunch of them, and then got drunk, yeah. Yeah. and it was like forgot that I had had beets earlier in the day. I looked down, I was like, I'm dying. Oh. There's a massacre. I am dying. Like, and then just, for the next like the next thirty minutes is ruined because I'm like in my head going, "It's just beats, know, baby." Taking an edible, and I'm like, "Oh it's my okay. god!" Like I it's am. Okay. And then all of a sudden, it just, oh right, <laughs> right. And Chelsea's like, "Oh, that's why you've been quiet." Yeah, I thought I was dead. <laughs> I thought I was bleeding you internally. Really thought I was dead. Yeah. Uh, when you pee in the bathroom, do you look at your? Excuse me. Do you look at yourself in the mirror? Uh, no, our mirror is over the sink, so I can't look at myself while I'm having a pee. But in the White House of Rock, there is literally like a four foot by six foot mirror that runs across the back of the toilet. 
and sink in there. So you have no choice but to look at yourself. <laughs> um, if I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do. You're you're just. <laughs> You almost feel like you have to look at yourself. It's this giant mirror, and you're like, oh, my God. I'm just glad it's not the other way. Have you ever pooped in a bathroom that has a mirror directly in front of you? Oh, it's the worst. I hate it. I'm sitting there. I want to look at myself. In full squat. Terrible. Sitting on the toilet has got to be the ugliest time, or it's like your ugliest look. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're, you're not- on the toilet, you're crouched, you're doing some gross business. Mm-hmm. I I would argue it's impossible to look cool or good while sitting on the toilet. Yeah, it's a pretty t- it's a pretty good pretty safe argument. I right? don't know I don't know how you counter it. Is there a worse look than the sitting on the toilet look? Sitting on it backwards, AC Slater style. <laughs> the AC Slater poop. Yeah. <laughs> Risky business. Uh, you know what? Uh-huh. I'd be interested to see if that would be a good idea. You know, how do we not think of golf as the uh, as the sport lifestyle? Oh, that's a way better answer. Golf's pretty good, man. To be on the PGA Tour. Hell yeah. Again, one of those guys who's played for like years and years. Like, yeah. He's been out there. He'd go join the seniors tour, travel Ooh. all over the world. He'd probably get some. He's probably oh, like yeah. golf groupies, sure. right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, whatever. You get, you know, endorsement deals. You get a nice watch or something probably. No, I was thinking of the. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's golf groupies. What do you oh, call them? Of course them? there is. You still, what do you call them? Is it golf groupies? Uh, uh, cat, as uh, I say, caddies? <laughs> caddies? Extra caddies? <laughs> Extra caddies. Daddy's caddies? <laughs> That's the one! Daddy's caddies, I think, is the one. Uh, all right, what do you want to go with? I, I actually think the sport one's pretty good. There it is. Okay, whoever you are, text us your info. We're going to give you tickets to see Cry Macho at Landmark Cinemas. Kids FM Headlines. With Shelby Knox. All right, Shelby, before we get into this, I'm not going to tell you why, nor do I think you want to know why, but we just came up with the term daddy's caddies. And I was hoping you could pick a number between 1 and 130 for us. 113. All right, Carl. 113. First album of daddy's caddies is Community Skin. <laughs> Why did we talk about that? I don't know. How did that all, make the list? Wasn't that almost? A, uh, what was the album from uh, from Courtney Love's band Hole? Was it Celebrity Skin? I don't remember. Wasn't I don't remember. Somebody chime in here with me. <laughs> what? No idea. We have some really funny ones on there. How did Community Skin? And what were we even talking about? <laughs> How did we I, utter I that? I don't know. Can yeah, I was right. Studio studio album by Hole. Look at you. Look at that. Look at you. All the whole knowledge over there. Came out in 98. Huh. What a year. Anyways. Wow. Uh, moving on. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 98, what a year. Yeah. What else happened in 98, Carl? Oh, lots of stuff. <laughs> good. I turned 13. There Incredible. Uh, Shelby. <laughs> I was six. <laughs> uh, I think that was... Was that the year with the uh, Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton? That feels right. Yeah, feels, that would have been. Was that ninety eight? Yeah, it was near the end of his second term, which his second term would have been. Yeah, yeah, there like you go. Six to two thousand. Yeah, would have been close. So what a year! <laughs> Soaking up that vitamin D. Um, do me a favor, Carl. Yes. Can you look up the most significant things that happened in 1998? We can get what to that. What do you think I'm doing right now? Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't want to. <laughs> Who do you yeah. think you're working with? Well, I was going to I was gonna work towards your stories and thought Carl could regale us after. But if you have something, please. <laughs> I mean, that's the big one. That's 
That's, That's the, the big, big one. Really? There was uh, apparently a massive ice storm in eastern Canada. Oh, there you go. Yeah, oh, yeah. That. The great Canada. ice storm. Yes. The Austin era began as uh, Stone Cold beat Shawn Michaels in the main event of WrestleMania that year. There you go. The ice storm was actually insane. Yeah. Like it w- they like, shut down Eastern Canada for quite a bit. It was like p- people were like without power for 2 weeks. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, it was lengthy. Anyways, Stone Stone Cold did his 316 thing. Yeah, that was the beginning of a, that was the 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 Jim Ross call. The Austin era has begun. <laughs> Stone Cold Shelby Knox, don't make me play her theme music. I mean, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Shelby, do we have any non-1998 news? We do. We do have non-1998 news. Who knew? Uh, so first off, let's start with a report uh, that's coming to us from the Canadian Institute for Health Information. Now, this report was looking into the cost of COVID-19 patients being treated in the ICU. So this just this isn't just in a hospital. This is specifically in the ICU. It can cost up to $50,000 per patient for the healthcare system. Now, if we look at, say, people being treated in the ICU for a heart attack. It's $8,400. So we're seeing a big difference between the two. Now, this is data that's been collected from January of last year until March of this year. And then, uh, so New Zealand, I want to talk about this. As you were telling us off air about how they are breaking the rules, I guess? Yes, engaging engaging in a high-risk activity is how it was delicately put. Uh, So the Prime Minister of New Zealand, uh, Jacinda Ardern, had to come out and say, all right, um, we understand that you miss your loved ones if they are Mm -hmm. in hospital with COVID-19. However, we don't want you to go there and have, um, how can I uh, say this? Sex. Uh, Relations. I was going to say uh, conjugal visits, but sure. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Relations. Don't go to the hospital to have relations with your partner who's currently in there for Hoo-ah. COVID-19. Just don't now, do not do it. It's weird it, that the prime minister is, has to come out and say Maybe it's a that. role-playing thing. It is my understanding that New Zealand has done a pretty good job with containment of this, right? Yes. So they have very few cases right now. If we look at countrywide, uh, there yeah. are 625 active cases. But if you look at how many, how many people hospital? are in hospital, <laughs> it's 32. 32? Yeah. And There's they have to sure works. So <laughs> maybe you guys have probably experienced this. Hits Nation listening, I'm sure you've experienced it. You ever work at a job where somebody is screwing up royally? And an email comes out to, like, all team members about the thing that that one person is doing that's screwing up. But everybody has to read the email because they're trying to be, like, diplomatic or political about it. Mm-hmm. This is what New Zealand's doing right now. There's 32 people in there. You know who's coming to have sex with their partner. There's only <laughs> 32 people in hospital. Find those other 32 partners, or I bet from there it's actually like three or four of those 32 partners, and have a word with them. The whole country didn't need an email. (laughs) Speak to the problem. Maybe there's daddy caddies who go around and like to sleep with people in hospitals, you know? They drop you off there, yeah. Yeah. I guess I have time to get on that. Does this not have anything to do with golf? Oh, it does. That was, yeah. that was the last break. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're here for it. It does. Uh-huh. I don't know what you would call groupies who sleep with people at hospitals. I don't know. Hospital hussies. <laughs> 98 was the McGuire Sosa summer. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. 
All right. All right. Um, 1998 facts all day. Oh, uh, seriously, I I would have I would have done this for hours. Honestly, I'm sure there's a lot we can get out of it. Uh, you do want to tell us about a really cool cause though that some firefighters are doing. We'll get to some real serious stuff now. Yes. So just keep a heads up for drivers on the road because right now there is a memorial bike ride happening between Hamilton and the National Memorial in Ottawa. There's almost 60 firefighters from across the country who are making the trek from Hamilton to Ottawa. So if you're anywhere in that area, just be aware that there may be a lot of cyclists on the road. Please give them space because they are doing this in honor of their fallen members and for and and former members and and the people that they've lost from their membership. So please give them some respect. Give them some space. Uh, this ride is going to last for the next three days. It started on Wednesday and they aren't expected to arrive in Ottawa until Saturday. So you will see them on the road. They're doing this for all the right reasons. So please, please be aware. Awesome. Shelby, appreciate it as always. More 1998 facts in an hour, right? Sure. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. Man, some great uh, nicknames are coming in as Shelby was talking about in New Zealand. Yes. The Prime Minister has had to ask people to stop going into the hospital and having sex with their partners that have COVID. Once again, there's only 34 currently hospitalized cases in New Zealand. So you know who these people are. (laughs) There is no need to make a full announcement to the country when your whole thing is actually aimed probably at less than 10 people. I think they were trying to shame them more than anything. (laughs) Just address the problem directly, please. (laughs) That goes to every manager I've ever had. Please just address the problem directly. After the old, you know, the puck bunnies thing for hockey players, things like that, I said, is there maybe like people who are just really into sleeping with people in hospitals? (laughs) The the thrill of (laughs) of doing it in a hospital? Some of the nicknames that have come in, surgical bunnies? That's not bad. Uh, hospital groupies, the Gurney Men. <laughs> the next one up is the best one. Gurney Grinders. The Gurney Grinders. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. I believe if you had a if you had a softball team made of uh, made of like nurses, hospital workers, yeah. the Gurney Grinders. That's pretty is, funny. Is excellent. I like that. That's pretty good, actually. That's yeah, really good. The um. Uh, what's that? Bunker bunnies came in as well, but that, that I think sounds that, like I think, I think that was more referring to our golf uh, discussion we were having. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. that makes way more sense. Yeah, I still I, I still like daddy's caddies, <laughs> but uh, it sounds like a service, doesn't it? A little bit. It sounds like a service where I'd rent like oh, they'll be doing a service. Yeah, yeah, doing a service. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, really quickly, I do want to give another reminder to Hits Nation. That we are looking for the ultimate Hits Hits Nation member. We are. We're looking for the listener of the year, Carl Brown. <laughs> you know what? This would be a good way to award it, wouldn't it? It certainly would. Show us yeah. your hits. We get $1,000 on the line, pal. 1000 bucks. 1000 bucks is significant. And all you have to do is show us and show the world that you are the biggest Hits Nation member. And there's many different ways to do it. We are looking for you to show the pride, show your pride about hits, hits FM. Maybe you're going to deck out your car. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're going to deck out your front lawn. Maybe you're going to name your son Carl. <laughs> Serious. It's an option. 
I want, Not even a bad name. I want you to name your son 977. <laughs> you have a kid. My full Twitter handle, you Carl know. Brown 977. That's right. What's your son's name? 977. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? I needed a thousand bucks. Yeah. 500 <laughs> would have to go to the kid, wouldn't it? I think so. Yeah, tuck it away for him. At least yeah. got to split it, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a. Maybe you want to go nuts and get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's decking out the job site. I, there are many different ways that you can go about this, and you've got a little bit of time to do it. Yep. We're gonna announce a grand prize winner Friday, October first. Okay. You can submit your pictures and your stories online. Hitsfm.com. Check out the contest page. Be right there for you. Show us your hits. Get creative. Send in your pictures. You can hit us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, through email, as you'll see over at the website. Just get creative with it. Show us your hits. $1,000 cash. Pretty good. 977-977. Hey, really quickly again, uh, QEW, Burlington area, apparently it is just a gong show. Yeah, a tractor trailer uh, filled with batteries caught fire, which if you're picking the worst tractor trailers to catch fire, one with uh, batteries is yeah probably near the top of the list. There's no size she'd rather. Soper and Brown Show, it's 97.7 Hits FM. A couple of quick text messages here. Somebody said, if I build a giant Soper and Brown statue, would that count for the show us your hits? That would count. 100%. Yeah. That would absolutely count. If somebody builds a... 75-foot Soper and Brown statue, I will guarantee you the victory. The official Soper and Brown catapult. (laughs) Yes, yes. lots of things you can do. You can think as far out of the box for this as you want. You know we want something creative, so get after it. Show us your hits. Your your chance to win $1,000, 977hitsfm.com. As we get some stuff that comes in, too, we'll be sure to Mm -hmm. share some of the ideas and stuff so you can uh, rip them off, improve on, do whatever you want. As we were talking about the golf groupies and mm-hmm. hospital groupies, hospital harlots came in. That's not bad. Uh, another text here said, boys, I'm a bit of a highway hussy myself, and traffic <laughs> jams get me going. Could you tell yeah. me exactly where that is? Uh, I think I'm going to head out there right now. <laughs> yeah, again, if you if you do enjoy being stuck in traffic, uh, if you're Toronto-bound <laughs> on the queue, uh, the queue is closed between uh, North Shore Boulevard what? and the 403 with officers on scene there dealing with with that truck fire. What would be weirder? The people we talked about last week, the subreddit that get real turned on by skunk smell, mm-hmm. or people who purposely get themselves in traffic jams because it turns them on. <laughs> oh, man. Which is the weirder kink? Well, I mean, the more outlandish one is the skunk thing yeah. because it's tougher to find. You have to hunt them out and try and, like, that's, you have to really seek, you got to be, yeah. you know, passionate about it. The traffic thing, you get plenty of opportunity. And the opportunity exists. Would you be like, oh, I'm moving to Toronto. Just like, oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Why'd you move to L.A.? <laughs> I love the traffic. <laughs> what? No, I, I'm i serious. I love it here. Welcome to Machine. 9-5. 6-8-2. 9-7-9-7. Give that machine a call anytime. A bunch of stuff lined up here today. A bunch of weirdness on today's machine. And multiple messages, Carl, because of you yesterday. What have I done? Is it about the bees? Nah, it's about Fast Eddie's. Yes. Uh, I was listening to the podcast. Heard you talking about Fast Eddie's. Um, absolutely best hamburger in the planet. 
Um, there used to be, I think, three of them in Hamilton. Now I don't believe there's any of them. Uh, Brantford had one I used to go to. But, yeah, if you ever hit one, bring me back a couple of those burgers, please. I'll be more than happy to pay for your travels. I think we got a business opportunity here. <laughs> be a Fast Eddie's runner? Uh, so here's what you get. Uh, we do the show here. Your mm-hmm. wife becomes the Fast Eddie's runner. Mm-hmm. We take the orders by way of text. And then we send your wife out on the journey to get, you know, yeah. 92 burgers, yes. bring them back, and we sling them to uh, Hits Nation members. And we get reimbursed for travel and or burgers. This yeah, is what I mean. It's so funny. It's one of those things, like I said, we, you know, I did this thing on Friday where I went out to, to Woodstock and, to, uh, and to, to Paris and visited a couple spots that I had been meaning to visit. And we stopped there just because Chelsea and I always try and look for places that we can't get. Uh, you know, in St. Catharines well, or in our in our immediate area, and I you, forgot to yeah. mention it on Tuesday when we you, were talking about it. I'm sorry, you said to me, you're like, I don't even know. You're like, I think this fast Eddie's thing might be big for people. You're like, I'm not sure. It destroyed yeah. the text box. Oh, it, I can't. Like, I gotta try le- it now. I gotta try le- it. We legitimately got, I would think, 150 text messages in about five minutes of people like shouting them out and saying either they tried them, they missed them, they had memories of them. It's crazy. Let's do some clips, and we got a few of the same timestamps. Uh, clip it, Adam and Joey, 3.47 p.m. today. Hey, Clip it, I'm sure you guys got a lot of calls about this. 3.45 Wednesday, Adam and Joey, and not only is the content hilarious, but I just love hearing Joey's laugh. Anyway, you guys are doing awesome. Thanks a lot for brightening well, my you. day. appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a bunch in here to grab. And this one's a little bit longer. I'm going to have to figure out how to maybe splice it up a little bit, but this was the first one I found. A gang of raccoons pile into the backyard as the girls are inside. When they come out, they find them eating all of the penis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was the first. And then she mentioned she liked Joey's laugh. Uh, this is him giggling away. <laughs> there it is. The wheeze, the wheeze and cackle. Is the, the, <laughs> that's like, that was my favorite like, bar growing up. Yeah, the uh, Weezen Cackle. I'll be down to the Weezen Cackle. There's a Fast Eddie's near there. <laughs> that actually might be a pretty good comedy club name. The Weezen Cackle? Yeah. That's not bad. Found, business ideas coming out the Yang here today. Um, I, just, I was watching Dragon's Den last night. <laughs> yeah. Found this one. You know, you can see their little paws just yeah. holding on to the dicks. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Hold on, do you want that one one more time? Yeah. Okay. You know, you can see their little paws just yeah. holding on to the dicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's an early candidate for clip of the oh, week. Oh, boy. That's an early candidate. That's and then the cut. I also did find this on. A little, like, dong-shaped candy, and they just dip it in water and then fire it down their gullets. So, anyway. My goodness. Are they talking about a bachelorette party or something? Yeah. Invaded by raccoons? That's right. Tremendous. <laughs> How about some thunder snow? Two things. Thunder mm-hmm. snow is definitely real. Yeah. We get it in Buffalo, and I'm sure you're close enough to experience that eventually. Also, why do Adam and Joey always steal your stuff? Because they're absolute thieves. <laughs> yeah, total thieves. thieves. Yeah. Unbelievable. We, uh, at, right at the end of the show, we were talking about, I think it was just because of all the weird weather and stuff yesterday. And I was like, I, now that we live in this area, one of my favorite things is that the weather changes frequently. And Big I nerd. really, yeah, I am. And I really want to see and hear 
Thunder Snow. And you're like, what? What is Thunder Snow? It's, it's a, a thing. It's an ACDC song. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It's from the next album. Basically. Yeah. Okay, somebody wanted to rant here quick. Why is it that when I'm trying to merge a lane on the highway, mm-hmm. someone's not letting me, they're just staying with me, not letting me in, not letting me in. All of a sudden, I get behind them or in front of them, they get into my lane. What is going through these morons' minds? Like, oh, screw this guy. I'm not going to let him in. But I have to do the same exact thing he's doing. So, yeah, I have encountered this before. I'm sure everybody has. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but there is something about people's ego on the road Mm -hmm. where they feel like if they get past, and I'm just making a guess, but I feel like they're like, if I get past, my dick will get smaller. Mm-hmm. I can't. Man, I will be boy. less of a man if this guy like. Is yeah. that what is going through some people's heads? I don't. I don't know, man. There, I don't know. There is a wild amount of ego on the road. That I, or if they're having a bad day and they're like, oh, this is where I take my stance. It's about this. I. It's it's crazy to me. This I do lane, agree with this that person. lane positioning. Right. Yes. You, you like you ever get somebody like okay, I'm going to pass this person because they're going slower, and then as soon as you try to, like that person's like, well, no way in hell I'm you're going to pa- match your speed. And and you got like, it. Yeah. Well, you you were just why? Mm-hmm. You were just cruising. Why now? I assure you. Why the urgency now? You will be so much happier mm. if you just let it go. Yeah, man. Just let it go. <laughs> so I do agree with that person. Uh, okay, this one now. It's the final Bud Light. I think that was Drunk Girl. Yeah, I think so. I think it was Drunk Girl. I'm not 100% sure. All right, then we're going to end with this text to landline. Now, I did have to beep some things out, so you're going to have to use your imagination because it was incredibly vulgar. And I'm not even 100% sure what they were getting at, what direction they were attempting to go. Mm-hmm. Also, at the end of it, uh, text landline lady, it makes a very funny mispronunciation. And anyways, it's about fast eddies. Why can't I if I want to? Just let me give me one fast eddies burger and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> and if you don't, I'll right now. Capish bitch? Capish? I think that's what they were trying Capish? to say. Capish? I think they were trying to say capish. <laughs> so anyways, they will They'll do, do something if they don't get a fast whatever Eddie's you, burger. Whatever you can imagine. And I'm blaming you, Carl. Yeah, problem at fault, yeah. 905-682-979. Fast Eddie show now. You call the machine anytime. The Sober and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. Why, why are people texting us about Arby's right now? <laughs> talking to, I was talking to one guy who said who texted in during the machine. He said Simcoe still has a Fast Eddie's, and I said that's that's the location that I visited. And he was mentioning that he can't. He drives truck for a living, and he doesn't really have an opportunity to get in there. But he goes to the Arby's on Welland Ave. It's got that parking spot, that, like parking space behind the building there, mm-hmm. where you can get a you can get a truck in and, and have a meal. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know what he's talking. About. I've been to that spot a couple of times. You know, it's funny. There's um, if you go through the drive-through at any Arby's, you order whatever you like, and then when you get to the window, 
you know, the guy asks you if you if you want horsey sauce in addition <laughs> to your meal. Horsey sauce? Yeah, it's like they're like they're like horseradishy kind of like oh. sauce packet or whatever. Yeah, so if you want me in the bag, and it's good stuff. But my my wife has to like put earbuds in, or like try and read an article that she's extremely interested in because she can't not laugh at a grown man asking me if I honestly want horsey sauce. No, it's true though. <laughs> How do you call it horsey sauce? That's what they call it. It's like it's like on the it's like on the package. Man. Horsey sauce. <laughs> she literally every time we go yeah. she has to, like, she has to look out the window. She has to do anything other than pay attention to what I'm talking to the the drive-through person for. And they're just doing their job. Of course, but they yeah. unfortunately do have a do product. You- do you think that they've moved past, like, how long do you think it takes to move past it? The first few times, I assume you go, do you want any <clears throat> horsey, horsey sauce? sauce? Two weeks. Sing the birthday song. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mm. Like, it sounds like something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my it God. It probably takes some time. But I do like some. It's very good. I like I like half. First triple O's, now fast Eddie's. Oh, God, I'm going to be huge. <laughs> yeah, don't That's take true. dietary tips. You're pushing tips burger from, joints yeah, here, pal. Don't don't take dietary tips from Carl Brown. <laughs> uh, another person here said I'm driving uh, for CAA. I'm heading to Simcoe right now. Should mm-hmm. I stop at fast Eddie's? I, I recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, give it a try. Yeah. Call the machine. Give us a review. Okay. Love to hear it. You are pushing burger joints, aren't you? <laughs> you getting any? You getting a little pushback from this I'm or not what? Getting any residuals from Nothing? this? No, no. Between this and the air fryers that I've sold, yeah, really. You'd, you'd think you know the Soper and Brown bump. We should be absolutely just sold out here on the show, dude. Didn't even really get a good deal on my car. You got to <laughs> gotta work on now. Uh, we got to work on this contract situation. Yeah, we got to do something here. Holy, got to do something. Hey, really quickly, you know, we talked about you hate watching The Bachelor and and people were talking about guilty pleasure shows and things Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, Not that this certainly isn't a show that we're going to make you hate watch or anything like that. But you know the show Dancing with the Stars? Oh, yeah, of course. It's not even really Dancing with the Stars. It's dancing with like the D list stars. I always call right? it dan- dancing with who's available. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's the whole, only reason I bring this up right now is because I was the, saw this morning. It was like trending on Twitter. It was like the cast okay. of Dancing with the Stars is revealed. So I'm always curious at the start to be like, okay, which yeah. sucker basically was like, I need the money so bad. I'm going to show right. Who's in for the either the exposure or has a secondary project to pump or has nothing going on? There's one that stuck out to me. Before we get to that, though, okay. There's some that you would know. There's a there's a wrestler on it. WWE star The Miz. Yeah, is going to be dancing. <laughs> I think uh, him and his wife have a show, Miz and Misses, oh. on on the E Network. Sure. Which I assume there's a season of that probably coming out or something. NBA player will be on there. Brian Austin Green. Oh, from uh, 90210? That's right. Played David on 90210, famously yeah. dated uh, Megan Fox for a long time. That's right. Yep. I uh, got an Olympic gymnast in there. A Spice Girl is going to be in there. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Melanie C. Okay. Melanie C. Mm-hmm. But it's this one that sticks out to me. Do you know the name Cody Rigsby? I do not. Any guesses as to what Cody Rigsby does? Um, I'm going to say he's... I mean, say he's not an athlete because I don't recognize the name from the world of sports. Is he was he like a child actor in something that I don't know about? Cody Rigsby is a Peloton instructor. 
like like the bike like the bike thing like the like the bike the, and the, the commercial on the like, on the camera come on peloton come on pelotoners as uh as some cancon plays in the background uh <laughs> this passes as like a star he's, an <laughs> he's just a peloton instructor what that passes as a star these days that is that is a reach <laughs> like how we called, ma- it, we called it dancing with who's available, but that, oh man, that is a reach. How many people turned down for them to go? I don't know, like what executive was like. Well, I do Peloton, and I don't know. There's some Cody guy who we could bring him <laughs> on the show. You know, there, there there's a world uh, of of people in these positions that probably make like incredible money to be you know a top 10 most popular peloton instructor i guess eh? i'm sure he's extraordinarily motivational and has some great story or something like that but like you know i could see that like it you know when they're casting survivor and it's like somebody's job is like sure you know what i mean like in in a situation like that but in like a a dancing with the stars like in, in in a season where there is a spice girl on there which i think for them is like that's a pretty good get you would think Right, they used they were the biggest band in the world at one point. Peloton instructor, that can't, pal. We might be able to get on this show. <laughs> Somebody here's like Cody Rocks. Oh, really? <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> we got a Peloton fan here. Okay, That's good. All right, there's cool. another one. Fantastic instructor. Yeah, I'm sure. He, I'm I'm sure. There's he's, a third one. Cody's am, the best Peloton instructor going. Oh my god. Oh, what have we uncovered? He's a star. And we can cover the dark Peloton underbelly of its nature. <laughs> what? I didn't know that that counted. I should really just shut my fat mouth and get on the bike and stop <laughs> talking about fat steadies and triple O's and yeah. R's. And maybe I should look up Cody. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Uh, maybe I should take some. Oh, he was also a, bank, a backup dancer uh, for Katy Perry. According look, to uh, I oh, think okay. I think that we can wow. maybe get on this show at this point. Yeah, I mean, morning if, radio is not that far below Peloton instructor. That's is what it? I mean, right? Is it? Okay. Next year, one of us signs up and tries to begin on Dancing with the Stars. Send me in there, folks. <laughs> Carl Brown. Dancing with who? <laughs> well, we could become a Peloton instructor over the like over the summer. Maybe that'll help the bump. Someone too. said they're putting their money on Cody to win the whole thing. Oh my god. I thought this was a joke. I can't believe it. <laughs> Shout out Cody. Go get can that money, I guess. This? Can we gamble? It's the only way to watch it. Kids FM headlines with Shelby Knox. Uh, really quickly, Shelby, we are attempting to get on Dancing with the Stars next year, Carl and I. Can you dance? Uh, I don't know if that really matters in this show. Fair point, yeah. fair point. So we're trying to get, I think we should look to get on together as a pair, Carl. Is that a thing? The, I don't no. think that's how it works. You'd have to compete against each other. We would be the first mm. pair to be joined <laughs> with another person. So not only do you want a spot on this show uh-huh. that is mm-hmm. reserved for celebrities uh-huh. and sort other of. influential first people. All, first of all, mm-hmm. how dare you? Second of all, go keep going. Second of all, you also want to break the mold by going together. The first ever thruple to show up on Dancing with the Stars. Whoa, how did I get pulled into this? <laughs> yeah, No, I meant Carl no. and I and the person we're dancing with. But yeah. hey, you oh. want to join us? Please, Shelby. N- no, I, no, I don't. Though I have to say, if it comes down between the two of you, and feel free to have a dance-off and film it to prove me wrong. Okay. My money's on Carl. Nice. Nice. I do have a certain rhythm. I think... 
I think Soper, you would dance with a lot of emotion and enthusiasm. Yeah. Oh yeah. You'd have good face. You would give good face throughout your dance. I, I do give good face. You give good face, <laughs> but I feel like Carl can follow the instructions a mm-hmm. little clearer. Yeah, that's that's a totally fair assessment of of what Carl's pro, like the pros for Carl would be. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I do have I do have sounds of Carl attempting to dance. This is him backstage. <laughs> Uh, my groin. <laughs> Tear a hamstring, day two. Yeah, you guys got any fast eddies over yeah. here? You guys ever been to fast eddies? No? Anybody? All right. Anyways, uh, Shelby, uh, the Toronto <laughs> International Film Festival is back, and it's a little bit different again this year, right? Yes, so it's a hybrid again this year of we've got a little bit of on location, we've got a little bit of digital, so it is going to be a little bit different than it has been in the past, maybe not as the past of last year, but they're still offering different ways for people to take part in TIFF, whether you can be in Toronto or not, there are ways that you can watch some of the goings-on, whether you want to catch a panel, whether you want to watch some of the film premieres. Not all films are on the digital platform, but some are. Uh, There's also a new documentary that's going to be at TIFF about Triumph and how they were sort of going to success in the 1980s and then just stopped. Triumph? Like somebody's out there? Triumph? Mm Mm-hmm. No. First of all, Lay It on the Line is their best track, without a doubt. That's fine. Yep. Lay it on the line is a mm-hmm. jam, and I'll play that right now if people want it, just so everyone knows. All right, lay it Text on the box. line if you want it. Lay it if on the line slaps. You want it? <laughs> so that actually premieres tomorrow. Cool. Is somebody eating an apple or something in the background? No, I have to move my headphones. Oh, okay. Because oh. uh, they're <laughs> I'm getting feedback in my ears. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Oh, you know what? I realized that. I, I put a sound on for you. You're good now. I, I there turn you go. Off, okay. I turn off the Thank button you. for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My father, it sounded like an apple. I was like, what the hell? Carl's no, like that's... taking bites of apple in the back. That's me moving my headphones away from my ears. It's just my Sorry. fast Eddie's rappers. Get out of here. <laughs> Leave me to my devices. Shelby, uh, you had a study you wanted to share about people uh, who have been taking reservations at restaurants and in turn screwing the restaurants. Yeah, so this comes from Open Table, and they're saying that they, they did a survey and they found that 30% of Canadians want to go and eat out more frequently. They want to go and support their local restaurants. Uh, 55% said they just want a change of scenery. 40% said they just don't want to cook at home anymore, which, fair play, me neither. Um, but they also found that one in 10 people who make a reservation at a restaurant don't show up. And right now, this is very bad for the restaurants that are already struggling. So don't be that person. If you make a reservation, show up. Open Table's actually going so far as to put in a new tool in their app. If you miss four reservations in a year and the restaurants flag you for it, you can't use the app anymore. You oh, will wow. be booted off. So Even don't f- do it. Four is generous. Yeah. Four is like, that's generous stuff. With limited capacity right now, how are you making reservations and bailing on them? Also, are people already canceling plants? People <laughs> just got just got indoor dining back like two months ago, and people are like, "Ah, you know, I don't feel like it tonight. Yeah. I'm not going out." Yeah, it's I don't know if you make a if you make a reservation, just go. Yeah, follow just through. Go. 
Before we let you go, you have to yep. give us this story about the Spanish priest. Yes. So there is a Spanish bishop named Xavier Novell, and he resigned from the Roman Catholic Church last month. And he just said strictly personal reasons didn't really go into detail. But now we have learned the reason behind his resignation. Mm-hmm. Turns out that uh, he fell in love with a woman who writes satanic tinged erotic fiction. So good oh. for him. Open mind. You say I his guess. last name. His last name was Novell. Novell. Yes. Novell. <laughs> wow. An erotic novell. Wow. <laughs> Novella. Could yeah. be. That's a Let's twist see. to a story you don't see coming. Hey, you nice. know what? Finally, somebody quit their job before they did something horrendous at the Catholic Church. So we got to give them that. <laughs> Listen. Ever since Fleabag came out, there is a weird sort of fixation on priests. <laughs> you know, and erotica. Whatever gets whatever gets you going, I guess. But uh, oh, let's not just... say that when we're talking about priests. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. The Sober and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. Seriously, this computer freezes like at least three times a week. Yeah, I would say minimal. Yeah, <laughs> we talk about it every single time it happens. Oh man. Could use a network upgrade. Uh, so, just mm-hmm. I, mostly because I need to actually test it. Mm-hmm. This was the sound of Carl dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that definitely is the sound of me thrusting. Yeah. And, and then if you're feeling like a thrust. I was going to say, mm-hmm. and then this would be you as you were looking at all the costumes that they make us wear. You just look like you're dressing up a little pig. <laughs> yeah. And then this was going to be you after the performance. Man. Everybody at this baseball game has probably seen my little baby penis. <laughs> you really had something lined up there. I, it was going to be really funny. Play my science guy theme. <laughs> Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. All right. Did that make you feel any better? It does make you feel a little bit better. A little better? Yeah. Like a half-hearted thrust? I'll thrust more the next time. You did so, promise people. We did promise this. We promised this on Tuesday. There was a story uh, during our Florida headlines that you pitched my way, and I'm 0 for 2 on those, and we'll have another chance to play and win an OLG uh, certificate in about 40 minutes here. So on Tuesday, there was a story you pitched to me about a woman who was humped to death by a camel. And I think I picked the opposite answer. You're like, no, the camel one was true, and... I was shocked by it. Yeah. And then the text box started feeding it a bunch of information. And I started getting some emails and some hashtag camel facts about the low-key aggressive nature of camels. So I, I said, I got to yeah. I gotta do a breakdown. Let me let me get fully immersed in the facts here. And we'll come back this week with a Carl Brown, the science guy. Aggressively uh, penis. Yes, about camels. So here's what I found. First off, I went to YouTube. Because that's the place you go to when you want accurate information. Uh-huh. And I just typed in camel sounds. <laughs> One more. <laughs> I wish that you could see its face. <laughs> I saw it. I watched the video. I'm talking to Hits Nation. Oh. That yes. it's one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. <laughs> I have no idea what kind of camel. It is. <laughs> I want that for a horn. <laughs> oh, 
All right, now on to the science. No. Apparently, during the breeding and rutting season, rutting, rutting, the male camels will exhibit some behavioral peculiarities. (laughs) They become extremely restless and anxious to the point of aggression towards other male camels, but also humans. And they cannot be easily corralled. Well, yeah, they're real tall, right? They literally get aggressively penis, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) They can run up to 40K, which makes them tough to contain. In a hurry, they can get it up to 65K. It's terrifying. I found examples of camel attacks from 2003, 2007, 2008, 13, 14, 17. This is... This is there's history behind this. This is an there's epidemic. Of these. Also, uh, the length of their penis ranges from 59 to 68 centimeters. <laughs> you feel better now? <laughs> hey, one, one more. Do you have anything else, or? I do not. <laughs> Hit the theme. That's also the sound of Carl trying to dance. Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. Right. I do actually feel better. Ontario's best rock and the Silver and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. Your wife just sent me a text and said, did you make Carl cry on air? <laughs> oh, man. I came out of my office after that break. Yeah. Literally tears in my eyes because I'm laughing so hard. She's <laughs> like, what's going on? I was like, we're... We were playing these camel noises as part of a science guy break. And she's like, what were you... Oh, she's you listen to the podcast. I can't... Don't make me explain what I do for a living. They are horrendous noises. <laughs> Don't make me explain what I do for a living and why this is funny. <laughs> Somebody asked that we uh, that we take the... Uh, oh, there's two requests here. One, that we slip some camel noises into Wookiee Wednesday. Ooh, Okay. And uh, another request saying you should use that camel sound as a censorship uh, bleep. Oh, okay. You know what? I did see that, and that's why. You know how um, I had you read something for me off air? Yeah. Yeah, so I had Carl drop an F-bomb for me to see how it would sound. Mm, I hope your editing skills are good. Well, I guess we'll see, won't we? Here is what it would sound like if the camel noise was our censor. For f- <laughs> sakes. <laughs> It's not bad, right? Yeah, it's not bad at all, yeah. For f- sakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, multiple people also said it sounds like a car trying to turn over. So here's <laughs> the, what I want you to do. The last one does. Here's what I want you to do, Carl, yeah, all right? Yeah. And anybody yeah. listening right now, I want you to pretend <laughs> like you're trying to turn over a key. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on. God, she sounds flooded. Come on, come on, come on, give me something. Uh, 
<laughs> Hold on, let me try again here. Yeah. <laughs> crank. Come on, come yeah, on. Yeah, and then when it won't work? For f- sakes. <laughs> Matt Soper. Carl Brown. The Soper and Brown Show. Camel it's, thing is killing me. This is the kind of morning show you get when we have three and a half hours of sleep after a fantasy football draft. <laughs> this is the genius you can only slide into when you're just completely sleep deprived. Well, let me tell you, Carl. There is one more request in the text box. Somebody said we have to auto-tune the camel. <sighs> I mean, I didn't. I don't pay six bucks a month for nothing, Carl. I'm sitting back from the mic. Let it rip. Sounds pretty good, honestly. And then? (laughs) I mean... It sounds like old, really bad video game music, and also a speaker that's been stabbed by a pen knife. And then? Okay, well that... And lastly? That one works better. That is six bucks well spent, Carl. <laughs> Earned it. Carl versus the world is coming up. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. We are going to move on from the camel stuff for now. I actually have one more camel thing. All it's, right, fine. It doesn't need to be sound effect related. Don't tempt me. <laughs> when, I was, when I was working uh, in BC and I was doing, I was doing radio sales, I was, I was selling advertising and radio, there was uh, a route that I took to work on a frequent basis and this uh, this family ran like a hobby farm, and they had exotic animals on this on this property. And I wasn't aware of it. I was driving to work, and uh, I passed by this place, and I'm like, "They have camels! My God, they have camels!" <laughs> I went home. I told my wife, yeah, "I drove by this place. It's only 56 F. They got camels there." She goes, "Are you sure you know what a camel looks like?" <laughs> that was. That was her reaction to me was not, are you, not, there's camels there? Are you sure you know what camels look like? I almost had a doubt in myself for a second. Was it camels? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Several of them. <laughs> it was like three of them there. I love that she just, just wants Im- to. The immediate reaction is, are you sure you know what camels look like? Not, oh yeah, sure, there's she camels. She wants to smack you down so hard. Best thing. I told this story to my boss at the time. She goes, I said the same thing to my husband. <laughs> Poor Greg. Oh. <laughs> this is like a thing where wives just don't want to believe that their husbands have seen camels? Try going home and tell your wife you saw a camel today and see what happens. <laughs> well, <laughs> Do a little soap and brown science for me, okay? My, because we're 0-2 starters. My dro- my, like, wait, I'm five minutes from the studio. If I saw a camel, that would be insanely concerning. That is news. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, let's do Carl versus the world. Are you <laughs> sure you know what a camel looks like? We got to uh, give away $100 worth of vouchers for the Lyle Max draw. I think so. Florida headlines. If you want to play, give us a call right now, 905-688-9797. We'll take caller 8 and caller 9. It's time, time for Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. By the way, I thought everyone should know that I did tweet out the camel video. Yeah, if you want to 
See that? Grab it. Its face is weird. Yeah, it is. Ugly as hell. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, we got $100 worth of vouchers to give away for the Lotto Max draw, which will be tomorrow. Carl Brown, you're going to be playing on behalf of Amy in Hamilton today. Okay. And Amy said she is sitting in the awful traffic right now. I got a text here from another guy, too, who's uh, sitting in it. So the, uh, the camel noises are, are, are keeping them keeping alive, keeping them afloat. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Whatever floats your camel? Sure. Doesn't work the same as goat, huh? Nope. All right. Well, you're playing on behalf of Amy, trying to win her those uh, vouchers for the Lotto Max draw. And you're going to be battling Jody in St. Catharines. Jody, good morning, buddy. How the heck are you doing? Not too bad. You want to win yourself some money here today? Yes, sir. All right. Have you played this game before? Yes, I beat Carl last time I played. Oh, here oh, we go. Man. Okay, so you know how it works then. Two headlines. One of them is real. The other I've made up. You're looking for the real headline, and we'll give you the chance to go first or second. What do you want to do? I'll go second. He's going second. Okay. Carl Brown, let's kick this thing off, pal. Mm-hmm. Biggest factor in flooding, experts say water. Yep. Jellyfish apocalypse ends after they hit shore. Uh, give me the flood. That's incorrect. Uh, Ooh, gotcha. Gotcha. Jody. Yep. Piano player loses penis after top shuts unexpectedly. Couple calls their child balloon are arrested the next day. I'll go with the balloon. That's correct. Ah. Look at you. Can't call your kid balloon. Although they... You deserve yeah, to be arrested. Can't. They were arrested for something completely different. But either way, they should have been for the balloon name. It's terrible. Uh, Carl, mm-hmm. muffler and ice cream shop was money laundering business all along. Hmm. Postman awarded for having the best package. <laughs> well, those are both good. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go money laundering. That's incorrect. Oh, come on. I thought this was like a a pies and tires fixed also kind of scenario, but okay. Jody, get this correct, and there's no need to even go to question number three. Close look at dating finds people like other people. Or assault happens in home after owner finds out roommate ate his goldfish and lied about it. Oh, I got to go with the goldfish. That is correct. <laughs> Unreal. Carl Brown. I don't. Oh, for two on the day. What? Oh, for three on Florida headlines. Oh, this week. man. The year creative writing's getting better. Our Ama, the Florida, is starting to slip out of the brain here. A little bit of both. Uh, Jody, quick and easy, man. Well done. Thank you very much. $100 worth of vouchers coming your way for the Lotto Max draw, uh, which is going to be tomorrow night. So stay on the line with us, and we'll get your information. Congrats. Thank you. Lady, peace. 97.7 Hits FM. It is the Soper and Brown Show. Did you just send me an email? You sent me an email, and the title, Mm -hmm. it says, I need you to play this. Mm Mm-hmm. What did you send me? Do you remember this clip? It's, it's an old clip. This is like it was like a YouTube. So it was like 2010. Oh maybe. yeah. You remember this? Yes. Okay, play this for you me. Want to explain it? No, just play this. Do, People what, know. You want me to play the start of it, or you want me to? I want you to play the start of it, okay. and then I'm gonna explain what I need from you. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Some 
somewhere deep down in my heart, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I still love you. Now, camel noise. Oh, you want me to sync them together? Camel noise synced up with that dude's extraordinarily okay. long cry. Okay. Just, just, just okay. entertain me here. Okay, okay, here we go. Still love you. I'm gonna hit him at the same time. Yep. Wow. It is very similar. That's what it made me think of. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, it just popped into my head. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that you one. Probably shouldn't laugh at people suffering no, that much no, when you sync up a camel not. noise with it. Hey, what the hell can you do? Yes, no, no, no. <sighs> Anyways, you want to give away movie passes? Clint Eastwood, he loves camel noises, and he also loves his new movie, Crime Macho. That's right. And we are going to watch it September 20th at Landmark Cinemas at the Penn Center in St. Catharines. So from Brown a, Viewing Party. Yeah, Hits FM Presents kind of night. If you want to see Crime Macho along with us on that Monday night, hop into the text box right now. Best question, going to get a pair of passes. 977-977. We'll go rapid fire in about six minutes. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I'm a party line. <laughs> All right, we're playing around the best question. We have a pair of tickets to see Cry Macho yeah. at Landmark Cinemas, Penn Center in St. Catharines, Soper and Brown, and Hits FM Viewing Party. It's going to be September 20th. So whichever question we like the best, it's going to win. Carl, fire away. Let's we'll start with this one. Uh, let's hear your best Cry Macho. <laughs> mm. You know what to do. <laughs> That's mine. Uh, Wouldn't the cry macho here. actually be like? You'd be like, <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> I love you. I uh, love you, son. <clears throat> <clears throat> I love you. The <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, grunts in between the cries. <clears throat> I guess you're gonna have to join us in the September 20th and find out. <clears throat> I love you, son. Uh, okay. Why aren't mustaches called mouth brows? It's a great question, honestly. <laughs> I like that one. It's a great question. You can change it if you like. Well, mouth brows, I think you would see significantly less mustaches. Even less than you see now? Yeah. Look at the mouth brow on him. Right? Yeah, it doesn't work. It, well, that's ex that's exactly why we're that's not calling it. That's a hell of a mouth brow. Yeah, I can't do That's it. why nope. we don't call it that. If you had your if you had to change your name, what would your new name be? Mouth brow. <laughs> Mouth brow brown. But you know what mine would be? Sean Cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Cheeks. Mr. Sean Cheeks. That's to my you. new porn name. Um, if you could have a conversation with any famous serial killer, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh God. I don't even know if I want to. <laughs> you don't you wouldn't want to? I mean, I guess. Curiosity? I'm a very curious person. Want to talk to everybody about almost anything. What I don't motivates know. what motivates them? I don't know. I think I'd come away from it. Feeling really gross. Sure, you would. Sometimes you do that. Yeah, Bernardo. I, I guess I go Ted Bundy. Sure. Just because he was able to do it in plain sight for so long. Yeah. Okay. That's a good. That's a good answer. Not that I want to copy it or anything. Just how and why. I don't know. Is he going to give me like? Does he have to give me the answers? I don't know, I don't know man. I don't think I'm going to trust him. Get an hour with him. I don't like that question. Uh, if Matt sent Carl a self-made sex tape, would you watch it? If Matt asked for an honest review and grading, I would do it live on the show. Yeah, that's great content. 
Yeah, we could fit that in a six-minute break. It wouldn't be a problem at all. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm, yeah, let's do it. I'm confident. I'm confident on, in my performance. Let's make while we're on the topic of you having sex, Matt, how many drinks would it take for you to hook up with Carl if Carl was a woman? <laughs> <Let me. laughs> we're talking a box of wine. Oh, yeah. Like, I, yeah. I got to get blackout, right? Yeah. I assume so. I've got to get blackout. And then I'll actually grade that on the show. Yeah, that's fair. This would be the sound of of us, by the way. Uh, this one's for me, Carl. You've got one minute to steal anything from Matt's house. What are you taking? Hmm. I don't know if there's really anything that you want or need that I have. I only have a minute. I'm taking Dakota. <laughs> taking her to her true father. Yeah, you can have her. <laughs> She'd be happy. Uh, what author would you like to sit down and have a drink with, dead or alive? Oh, uh, I mean, the honest answer, is, or the, the easy answer, rather, is um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas guy. Yeah, Hunter Thompson. Hunter, yeah, yeah Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson. Thompson. That's what I actually have it written down here yeah. so I wouldn't forget it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one, right? I've read so many of his books. I've read Rum Diaries, Hell's Angels, Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail 72. Well, I've read just, Fear and Lo- like, I've, I think I've read six of his books. Every story about him is yeah. madness too, right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, if, yeah. if it's not him, Ernest Hemingway would probably be fun. I mean, Hemingway just to piss off Steve. I come back and tell Steve how cool he was. <laughs> All right, uh, last one here. What is the most embarrassing time you've ever had to ask somebody for help? The time that I asked Carl to review my sex tape. <laughs> when we were, when Chelsea and I were uh, were, were moving here, uh, obviously we had our, our full drive across the, the U.S. And Chelsea had recently had surgery like four weeks before we drove, so mm-hmm. she couldn't do any heavy lifting. And we had to bring stuff with us because all of our belongings were going to be 10 days behind us. So every hotel we went to, like a pack mule, I had to load in, load out, load in, load out. By the time we got to St. Catharines and we finally got into our place, there was one morning we were about to go do something. I can't remember what it was. And I literally, my back was so sore I had to ask her to tie my shoe. Oh, man. I, I had to sit back, like put my foot up on a, like a milk crate or a box or something. I was like, can you please tie my shoes that's because you were a hard-working man yeah it's still embarrassing to ask your wife to tie your shoes for you though you know what i mean well i get it but the pro what led to it was yeah. a lot of good yeah sure i was i was a pack mule for 10 days i know it was a lot of good but it was yeah. still embarrassing to go i can't tie my shoes <laughs> can you please help me <laughs> the person who had went in an mma fight matt or carl again we've talked about this before oh, we talked about it a ton i'm i need to take carl into the deep waters mm-hmm. i'm i'm running for my life you're throwing leg kicks jabs and avoiding hoping that we get to a third round i'm stuffing takedowns like it's nobody's business yeah i was gonna say that's the that's you're the you're one. going I'm, for the ground impact i'm going like, i'm going for a single leg as yeah. as soon as as soon as possible yeah. and i'm gonna make you carry my weight for as long as possible oh yeah like yeah. carl's the heavy favorite mm-hmm. and but that my only hope is yeah. to take you into the deep waters so uh my favorite question was the uh sex tape if I had to review and grade the sex tape. Whoever you are, send us your info. You're coming to the movies with us. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Hits FM. Somebody said, you want to know embarrassing. Mm. Try breaking both your wrists and having to help your, or get your wife to help you go to the bathroom. Mm. That, that's tough. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Asking for bathroom help is always tough. That is. Especially if you broke them. Like, if you, if you just had, like, legitimate injuries, okay, like, get it. But if you, like, 
I'm like something stupid, you know, like, oh, you know, I was snowmobiling hammered and you come home with like two broken hands yeah. and then you have to ask for help. Like if you've already done the dumb thing and then also she has to wipe your ass, then that's, ooh, it's an uphill battle. Uh, you just feel, you just feel, that's a, that's a certain amount of pathetic, isn't it? Hard to get, uh, it's almost hard to, it's hard to get the upper hand back on anything there. Well, and even, because I'm sure, you know, your wife will be very nice about it. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Even that isn't mm-hmm. going to be enough. You're like, no, no. no. I, I know. I'm, I know what I'm asking. I've here. never felt more pathetic in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, it is a big day here today, Carl. Yeah, speaking of feeling pathetic. Ooh, daddy. Well, hey, week one is the best <laughs> because even if you take a loss, yeah. there's still that bit of optimism, right? The NFL yeah, season week does return. Yeah, your fantasy lineups, get them set. We finished our uh, our last draft in the one league that you and I are in together last night, a little after midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be another late one tonight as your Dallas Cowboys right are in the thursday night opener against the defending super bowl champion tampa bay buccaneers and to everybody asking yes i am fully prepared for the cowboys to take a loss today i am not expecting a victory mentally preparing for it it's kind of sad Ah, Uh, season starts today if you wanted to get in early and book a 30 second commercial for the super bowl what do you think it costs if you want to book it today it's like two million 6.5 6.5 million oh. for a 30 second spot during the Super Bowl. That's up from 5.5 last year. 6.5 for a 30, and that's if you book it now. Yeah, it's going to be as more get closer later to the date. Sure. A couple quick things let's, here. Let's get our soap and round commercial going. <laughs> yeah, we'll get our 30 ready. It's just us riding Pelotons and eating fast Eddies. <laughs> Do you know which fan base got the uh, got the crown as most superstitious? They did the uh, did the survey again this year. Most superstitious. Something tells me like the New Orleans Saints. Like I I, I don't know why. It's gonna be my guess. Well, it's the Saints. I mean, you basically, you know, you're looking for you're, you're yeah. looking to pray to a higher power. For yeah, that, that's, that'd be my guess. It, it surprises me who who takes this, and I think they've been high on the list before. It's the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens? The most superstitious. Uh, that, that would, yeah, I don't think I would have been there if you gave me 10 teams. They were just praying to look good in purple camo, perhaps. Mm. Uh, fans most likely to wear an unwashed jersey. Ooh, so like if you win, you're like, I can't, I got to keep it on. Got to keep it dirty. That's the Vegas Raiders. I thought for sure it would be the Eagles, but it's the Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. Really? And he's trying to conserve water in the desert or something. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, fan base most likely to sit in the exact same chair to watch every game. Oh, it's Packers. Got to be Packers. It is the Jets. The Jets? Same chair. Same shame chair. That'll help. Every That'll year. That'll help. Seen Zach Wilson's mom's Instagram. <laughs> um, most likely to touch, kiss, or rub memorabilia during a game. I was going to make another Zach Wilson joke, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, let me go through. Most likely to touch, kiss, rub, or hold memorabilia. So I wanted to like, go for one of the bigger teams, but mm-hmm. all these have been kind of like under the radar, so I'm just going to, I'm going to go for a random off the board yeah. and say the Colts. You know, I so my pick for this one was going to be uh, was Steelers fans. Oh, they have the towels, right? Yeah, the towels in your hand all the time. It's your stress thing. You're playing with it. You're wiping your face with it. Whatever. It's Bills fans. Bills Mafia. Yeah, apparently, most likely to touch, kiss, rubber, hold memorabilia, chicken wings not included. Kiss that tape. during the game. Uh, last one here. 
Percentage of men who say the NFL season affects their love life negatively. Ninety-two. <laughs> uh, 35% of men will admit that the NFL season affects their love life. 60% are lying. Yeah. Like, the, the rest <laughs> is, of them are liars. It is absolutely 69% of men. We, There's no question about it. Sports fans, we are so pathetic. We are so tuned into this. Stuff. Don't lie I mean, to me. Think, if, you, if you just think about it, if if you're if you're fully committed and with our schedules, okay, with our schedules, which put us at a disadvantage due to the four fifteen wake up time, yeah, you're taking like Sunday, Monday, and Thursday basically off the table if you're committed to watching those games, yeah. right? Yeah, you're not going to bed until closer to midnight. Your other partner's probably got to work. You're likely taking those off the schedule if you're not thinking that taking three nights out of the week and putting them out of contention is going to affect your love life, yeah. folks. Uh, quick text here. Somebody said, what's the over and under for the boys wins five? They're going to win more than five games. And they're not, they're not going to win tonight, but they're in a bad division. They'll go yeah. like nine and eight or something like that. Oh, God, it's 17 games. Yeah. I keep forgetting yeah, that. No. There's going to be some weird records this year. Due no. to the, the 17th game. It's un- as a guy who loves round numbers. We know this on the show. 17 is gross. It sucks. I don't like it. I wish they would have just gone from 16 to 18 Mm -hmm. and over whatever time. Or just leave it at 16, you money-hungry freaks. (laughs) That would also be fine. Before we move along, did you see, speaking of football, uh, Notre Dame's coach and what he said in a post-game press conference over (laughs) the weekend? Is this about executing his players? Listen to this. Listen to this. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm in favor of uh, execution. Maybe maybe our entire team needs to be executed after tonight. <laughs> Love to stop for the death penalty oh. after a tough football game. Oh, my God. That man's love life has been affected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys should do bus trips to the Bills games. Pal? I'd love to bus anywhere, man. <laughs> I wish. They won't let us. Won't let us into their country right now. No. 8.15, game starts tonight. There'll be some ceremonies. So probably after, oh, yeah, after Ed Sheeran, it'll be 9 o'clock. Yes, yes. Sloan, Ed Money City Sheeran, Maniacs. folks. Hits FM. <laughs> Should have got Sloan to play. That was way better. Ladies and gentlemen, Sloan. Yeah. Who? 97.7 Hits FM. You know, I forgot to tell you this morning, Carl. We were mm-hmm. talking on the show yesterday about how a second cousin in your family. <laughs> yeah was on The Bachelor, the TV yes. show, mm-hmm. and showed up on that show Bachelor in Paradise on Tuesday night and showed up for all of five minutes, which is really funny. <laughs> name is McKenna. Yes. And I got three different messages yesterday from three different Hits Nation members who, who said, I'm watching Bachelor in Paradise. Which one is Carl's cousin? Which one? Someone's like, is it Kendall? Kendall? No, is that Carl's no, cousin? No, 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 no. Uh, and, and they all guessed wrong, and I had to unfortunately tell them, it's not as exciting as you would think. No, it's not like it's not like a like a blood relative. It's uh, my, so my Aunt Holly is my mom's youngest sister, married uh, my Uncle Paul, and Paul's brother, whose name I can't remember, is <laughs> his daughter is, is McKenna. So... Again, we realize that Carl's just insanely jealous and realize he's not the most important part of that family anymore. And then you immediately followed her on Instagram. Yeah, well, of course. Are you kidding me? Because you said you didn't, 
And I, I realized know. that, yeah, it's your jealousy that was fueling oh, yeah. it. So <laughs> that's what it is. That's why I decided to follow her. Right. Um, absolutely the only reason was to stick it to you. Yeah, so sure. three different people watched. All three of them got it wrong. And yeah. she's not even on the show. She was on the show for five minutes, legitimately. <laughs> you said they had like a boat party thing and she like showed up and then just left. And nobody like picked her and then she was gone. Like immediately gone. She had about two seconds of screen time, maybe, in total. Uh, So yesterday, we were joking about how she has way more Instagram followers than you. That's right, yeah. Uh, Yesterday, she was at Mm 321,000. I just want to say that I didn't think this was possible, but we did give the Soper and Brown bump to a Bachelor contestant. (laughs) Because she's now at 323,000. Oh, there you go. We bumped her up 2,000 followers. It was definitely Mm us. Yeah, definitely not that brief appearance on the show. It was certainly the brief mention on this show. So um, I'm just saying, I think, look, I think you should call her, okay? It's tough right now. Families should be leaning on each other during a tough time. I literally don't even know Paul's brother's name. Family is supposed to be leaning on each other, okay? We would pass each other on the street and not recognize She needs other. you right now? She showed up on a show and couldn't find love. Uh, I somehow think her uh, free people sponsorship will guide her through this time. Just support you. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know me, I'm not a family man. Unbelievable. This is low even for you, Carl. <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown, before we get out of here, what did we learn on the show today, pal? Uh, we learned, buddy, that your coaching follow-up was significantly more eventful than your first game. Uh, coaching your son Marshall's uh, U8 soccer yesterday, you had a, a thrilling conclusion. If you go back and listen to the podcast, you got to hear the story in full. Yeah. Because it's an ending that is... It's yeah. like something out of an episode of Ted Lasso, honestly. Yeah, it is. Yeah, got to be uh, heard <laughs> to uh, to be believed. Yeah. Um, we talked about uh, Dancing with the Stars, which we're going to rename Dancing with Who's Available this season. But we also learned that we have some Peloton fans. Yeah. Hits Nation. As, uh, there's like a Peloton instructor who apparently used to be a backup dancer for Katy Perry, who's on the show. And we were saying, does that qualify as a star? And then several people were like, shut your filthy mouths. He's awesome. I can't believe we have that many Pelotoners that listen to a bunch, man. Uh, hits. But hey, good for you. Stay active. Get out there. Uh, <laughs> Keep fit and have fun. I was waiting for it. There it is. Uh, we learned, of course, the NFL is back tonight with the uh, Buccaneers. Go Cowboys. And Cowboys kicking off the season after uh, Ed Sheeran does a little ditty. Oh, yeah, well, of course. You know why they're I doing know, that. but it's just going to delay the start of the game. Like, he, Can he play at like 7.30 instead of like 8.30? Because this game's not going to get started. Do you know he's like going to play at 8.30? I don't know when he's going to play, but I know it's going to be delayed. I know it's going to push everything back. I think they'll, it'll be delayed because of the Super Bowl thing. Yeah, the, pro, the trophy presentation. Yeah. and Tom will have to kiss all his kids. And then Ed Sheeran's going to play another song at his request. That's going to be the worst. <laughs> How do you even know this? I got a run sheet. I saw it. <laughs> And most of all, we learned all about camels and their aggressiveness during Carl Brown, the science guy, today. <laughs> That's what we really learned. That is actually. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hey, camel, yeah. can I get a hi yeah? <laughs> is that for Devin on his first day of school there? Actually, yeah, Devin. Uh, this was, what, was it a year ago? I don't Something even remember. Like, the kid that uh, we celebrated his uh, his potty training yeah, poop on the potty. Yeah, we, on the show here. We, we were very we proud of him. So. Mm-hmm. It's Devin's first day of kindergarten, so uh, Marshall, give him a hi-ya. Hi! 
There you go, buddy. There it is. Enjoy that day, all right? Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Ashley's up next. Nice, late, disappointing football for me tonight, and we'll see you tomorrow. There's a voice keeps on calling me down the road. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Silver and Brown on 97.7 Hits FM.